The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Bronsilva, and today I'm going to be talking to the viral mom reporter, Kayla Sullivan. Kayla splashed across the social media scene with our hilarious mom reports, where she reports in very newscaster-like voice about all of her son's antics. It's truly hilarious. So we're going to be talking content creation and social media, Kayla's favorite lunchbox hacks, and so much more. So check it out. Oh my goodness, Kayla, I'm actually such a fan. And one of, I, I mean, we've all seen your videos, right? But one of my favorite things, aside just from like the hilarity and like, like, and the reality of the videos is like that you grab anything as like a microphone. <laughs> it's like whatever's like there, right? <laughs> it's fun to see people react to my microphone choice as well as just start to believe that it's truly a microphone. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. The number of people that will make comments about, wow, they have that in a microphone version. <laughs> it's honestly a blast. And I try to always make it related to what I'm talking about. Sometimes it's unrelated, but most of the time there's a there's a slight relation to whatever topic I'm talking about. I love it. I just wanted to start there because it was, it's just so funny. And like, I think moms, especially, we could really use some kind of like humor, right? Like just relatable humor. And I, you do that so well, but um, I want to also just get a little background on you. Like, how did you start with these videos? Like, what was the, I mean, I think we know what the inspiration is, but I would love to hear from you, like how it got started and what the initial response was. Well, first of all, thank you. It has been such a fun journey. And I love hearing when people relate to my stories, if you will. <laughs> it's fun calling them stories because for years I used to be a legitimate news reporter. So since the fourth grade, I wanted to be a hard news reporter. I would wear blazers to school and I'd talk in my news voice and I took the morning announcements very seriously. And I'd be like, we are having chicken nuggets for lunch today, you know, and <laughs> And everybody who knew me knew I wanted to be a news anchor and reporter. And I did that. It was amazing. It was so much fun. And I worked in, in West Lafayette, Indiana for a while as an anchor there. And then I moved up to Indianapolis as a news reporter and anchor. I covered politics at the state house and I had my son and I was a single mom and it was really difficult. The hours were demanding and and it wasn't just the hours, it was just the job. You were never really off. You had to always be paying attention to what was going on, especially in politics. And I was in the thick of it. I was, when COVID had first broken out, I was recover. I was covering all of that. So it was tough. And I had to make a decision because I felt like when I was being a good news reporter, I was neglecting my mom duties. And when I was being a good mom, I was neglecting my news reporter duties. So I decided to take a break from news and I went into PR for a while, but I missed it. You know, it was something that I wanted to do my whole life. So I decided to 
start reporting on being a mom and just some fun, relatable reports because I still had my news voice and I still had my news writing skills and I just transformed them into comedy and parenting comedy and kind of a parody and satire of news reporters. And I do the head bob and I do the microphones and it just kind of became my bit and people really started liking it and it just opened so many doors for me. So I ended up pitching to a local station here that we could do a kid segment and I call it kidding with Kayla and we play my reels and my TikToks, and then we expand upon whatever issue I was talking on that day. So it's allowed me to have a job in television, do sort of what I wanted to do my whole life, but in a much more positive way. I've loved the reaction from people. Parents have told me that they look forward to my stories, that it makes them feel less alone, that it's the first time they smiled all day and things like that. It's just so encouraging because for years I was telling really negative, depressing news. And now I get to bring smiles and laughter and that there's nothing better than that. I love that. And I think it's really sort of an important, I don't want to say lesson, but like an, an important example for other moms out there when like the traditional work, you know, work career isn't working for you. There are ways that you can pivot and really stay true to your passions. That's actually something I talk about a lot. So I'm really excited to see that that is what you are doing. It really is fantastic. And you mentioned something I wasn't planning on asking this, but if we could talk a little bit about your creator process before we jump into all the lunchbox stuff, but um, because it is so phenomenal and phenomenal. And it, I do believe it works so well. You mentioned that, are you still scripting these or, or are these off the cuff? Are you like writing and kind of doing some planning as a, like a, as a legitimate journalist and then recording? It depends. So yes, when I come up with the style of writing, it always follows the kind of style that I did as a news reporter. You know, I say things like sources say and according to and, you know, all of those typical things you'll hear in news stories, I put in the stories that I'm reporting on for my son. Now, whether they're off the cuff really depends on the day. So a lot of this stuff happens in real time. So I'll just grab my phone and a fake microphone and go... (laughs) (laughs) And then other times, you know, sometimes I'll even let parents, you know, inspire ideas. So they might send in something that their kid did, and then I'll change it into a news story. So I've really been able to build upon this format, if you will, and do it in different ways. I've scripted them, and then I've not scripted them in some cases. Um, and, And I like both versions. The very first one, I did not really like I scripted it, but I did it memorized. It was the first one that went viral. I just memorized the whole thing. And it was, that was so special to me. I did it about changing my son's diaper and it was such a cool experience to just do it off the cuff. I I wish I did it more because now it's kind of become, I've, you know, downloaded a teleprompter app and now I'm, (laughs) because I'm trying to be efficient with it. But in the early days I memorized them and it was, it was very, like I was live, like I was reporting live in the field back in the day. So I try to bring that back every now and then because I miss that live aspect of TV, even though now I'm on a lifestyle show and I do that. It was fun having that kind of pressure. There's no adrenaline rush, like being live on scene. And so I try to recreate that in parenting and it's fun. And I'm wondering, I love that you call your son the juvenile. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> and what does he see? I know he's just four, right? Like, so does he see yeah. them? And is what does he have a reaction at all to it? 
he wants to watch them over and over. He thinks they're so funny. And and that's why I continue doing them with him right now. I know there's going to be a day where he's probably going to be like, Mom, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's okay because I think this format works well with other parenting stories too. You know, it doesn't always have to be about my kid. And right now it's not embarrassing him. But if it ever were, I'm very conscious of that. And I don't have to do it on him per se. But yeah, he loves the videos. He loves being in the videos and he just, he's a ham. I mean, I, <laughs> I think he just loves to be on camera and he's so funny. He's the funniest person I know. And I just, I love including him like that. And I love that one day I'm going to be able to look back on these videos and remember those moments that I might've forgotten. That's one of my favorite comments too. A lot of older parents, maybe parents of teens or even in their twenties or thirties, they'll tell me that their kid did the same thing at this age and they totally forgot. And yeah. I reminded them. And, and that's special to me because I think we do forget, especially in the in the newborn phase. I kind of wish I'd been doing this since he was a baby baby, because there's probably so many things that I forgot about that if I would have been reporting on it, I would remember. And it's just kind of like a baby book for me. You know, it's it's documenting every moment, every phase that he's going through. And at the time, it feels hard. But I know one day I'll miss it. Yeah, I love it. It's like a virtual scrapbook. Really, that's really yeah. fantastic. Let's talk about the partnership with Juicy Juice because I will say my kids are, I have two boys and they're eight and 11 and packing lunches is always just kind of like a struggle. And I know that you let your little one pack his own lunch. So tell us all about that. Yes, there's nothing more frustrating than unpacking your child's lunchbox at the end of the day, only to find that everything is untouched. You know, I'm sure other exactly. parents know the feeling. Juicy Juice recently ran a survey that found that nearly three in four, so 72% parents, say the contents of their children's lunchboxes often come back uneaten. Relatable. And that's why Juicy Juice let kids call the shots. So what goes in their lunchbox every Friday during October, and then they dubbed it JJ Friday. So a day where anything goes literally into the lunchbox. And then one lucky winner is going to win $10,000 to be put toward groceries for a year and a supply of 100% juice boxes. You know, when it comes to packing my son's lunch, I find myself running out of ideas. You'll see on social media, all these cute little shapes that parents cut. I don't have time for that. <laughs> so it was really fun letting Alan choose what went into his lunchbox. Although he did forget to pack a vegetable, which surprised absolutely no one. Uh, he had a fun time with it. And I think it's good to give them a task, to give them a chore, you know? So this was a really fun campaign and I hope other parents enjoyed it too, because you know, it's tough. It was kind of nice to have a break. I might I might have him pack his lunch more often, maybe not just for the JJ Fridays, but he liked it and he ate everything in it. He ate everything he packed because he was so proud of himself. I find that that's sort of what happens, right? When we give them like the autonomy or the responsibility, then it's less of like, you know, this is what mom or dad says to do, but you know, I did it. So I don't know. I, I totally understand that. And I'm wondering, aside from, you know, maybe letting him pack his own lunch, um, what do, what do you have tips for parents? Like when it comes to like lunchbox packing, as I mentioned, it really is so tough for me. Um, I actually don't do it anymore. I let them eat school lunch. I've completely given up. Like that's how hard it was. <laughs> So, do you well, I to... love, yeah, I love Juicy Juice products because it's it's a guilt-free product for me. I love that it's 100% juice and it's no added sugar. I'm always trying to find stuff that are staples in my home that are better options for kids that I feel... <laughs> 
I think for me, sometimes I've convinced myself, because you know, as mom, we invent guilty feelings and like people are judging us. So I always think like, is my, is my son's teacher going to look at everything I packed? I need to make sure I have a vegetable. I need to make sure I have this. So juicy juice for me was a great idea. I just pack whatever I know my son is going to eat. And then I pack like a wish list of what I want him to eat and what I know he's going to eat. So then there's options. And when he comes back and he's eating what I've packed, it's a win for me. But I've stopped buying things in bulk because I think my son has caught on that when I buy something in bulk, he decides he no longer likes it. <laughs> what is I have that? To hide from I don't know. It drives me insane. <laughs> so I buy just the regular size boxes because if he changes his mind, I don't want to be stuck with 50 granola bars that he no longer likes all of a sudden. So I don't know. It's It's tough to decide what goes in a lunchbox. I wish I had pro tips, but so far, so good on Juicy Juice. He's never stopped liking it. <laughs> I love them. They seem to be just the right size too, like not too big, yes. not too small. So I I really do. We, we're a fan as well in our household. And so I'm also wondering like, what's what's next for you? I mean, I think you're obviously doing so fantastic on social media. It, you know, so what, what do you, what are your, what are your plans? I mean, I know it's given you the flexibility also just to, to sign of, you know, be there for your son. So tell us what does the future look like? Absolutely. So right now with my job uh, at Wish TV here in Indianapolis, I only work three days a week, which is a dream schedule in TV. Like that just does not happen for moms. So that flexibility is amazing. And I hope to continue with that. Uh, you know, I'm still making content. I'm still bringing reports and, and hoping to relate to parents. I've talked a little bit about potentially, you know, writing a book or writing a sitcom or something like that, just to kind of expand upon being a single mom and, and being in news and translating my passion for this career into a passion for this career in motherhood. I, I feel like it's a unique story and I'd love to share it with more people on a different arm because not everyone's on social media. And, um, you know, I think there are other ways to tell my story and to relate to parents. And that's kind of become my new passion is just making parents feel less alone, especially single moms. Um, I'd really like to, to do more on that and to share more about the struggles of, of doing it on your own and um, still balancing your career and, and balancing life as a mom and a career at the same time, still trying to date and still trying to do all these other things that we want as humans and, and not getting lost in motherhood. Those are things that I think I'm really glad that society is talking about. I don't think it was talked about enough for a long time. And now people are getting vulnerable and they're talking about the parts of parenthood that aren't easy. I think as moms, sometimes we feel pressure to convince everyone that we love every single part of being a mom, but it's okay to not love every part of it and to kind of joke and be self-deprecating in some areas and to talk a little bit about the mom you thought you'd be versus the mom you actually are. And, and as long as you're trying to be better, you know, I think you're a good mom. And, and I like to send that message and I like to let moms know that they're not alone. I love it. And I think that you are doing that, first of all, and you are definitely inspiring a lot of people on social media. But there's also sort of like the other side of it is like, I mean, it's inspirational, but also there's I know there's a ton of moms out there that have a story to tell and then maybe want to turn to social media or become a content creator. Do you have tips for them? And it probably I'm assuming has something to do with blending those passions, right? But like, um, 
if for there any moms out there listening who have like a dream in their heart to, you know, create content around their family, like what do you suggest for them? I suggest be yourself. Do not try to be like anyone else you see on social media. I think that's when people fail. I I do the news voice for years. It's kind of like my little hidden talent, right? Everybody has their own things that they do. So try to be yourself. I think everybody was born with a unique talent and uh, their own individuality. And as long as you figure out what that is and you share it with the world, I think people will embrace you for being yourself. And I think everyone that does well on social media, that's the one thing that they have is authenticity, that they are just a unapologetically themselves and and so I think that's what I like about the I shouldn't say heroes but the role models I think that moms have today they're not looking up to these unrealistic people anymore because social media has given us more realistic people you know I'm just a mom I live in an average home I don't have anything aesthetically pleasing and I love that people have that example instead of looking to ultra famous people or people with millions of dollars that just have unrealistic lives and they have nannies and their lives are a little bit easier. They're looking to people that are more like them and they're feeling, uh, you know, acceptance. And so I think no one is, if, if that's something that you're passionate about, then you can definitely do it. Um, just keep trying. And, and it may take a while, you know, you, I, I had been posting, um, now, I hadn't been posting these news reports for years, but, you know, I'd been posting stuff for years and, and you know, sometimes my videos don't go viral and you can't take it personally. It's just you should be proud of everything that you post and you should at the end of the day be like, yeah, that's me. That's what I represent. And um, make sure that you're not just doing something for the views because that's a disappointing lifestyle because yeah. every time I think something will do well online, it never does well. And then every time I'm like, oh, this is kind of, I don't know. And then it blows up. So <laughs> you can't predict what people are going to like and not like. So don't take it personally. I love it. Thank you so much for the time. This has been so incredible talking to you. Please let us know where we can find you or any more information on the campaign, online, things like that. Absolutely. So you can follow me on TikTok. It's Kayla Reporting. And then on Instagram, it's Kayla Marie Sully, um, S-U-L-L-Y. And I'll keep reporting parent reports. Uh, I really enjoy it. And if you have any ideas for me on a parent report, I sure am taking them because I like to cover all the issues. I can't wait to get into the teenage years. Everybody keeps saying, you just wait. It's going to get interesting. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there to report on because I can't embarrass my own. So send me your story and then I'll secretly embarrass your kid. <laughs> I'll never it. find out it was their story. I promise. <laughs> I might have a few for you. We are knocking on those teen doors. So I'll, I'm, I might be sliding into your DM soon enough. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers are with you at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Kayla. This is really fantastic. It was nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on.